Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me today on Power Your Life, and I'm Joanne White. And it's such a beautiful time for so many people and at the same time challenges for for many others and even for those people that are experiencing the beauty of their lives and recognizing so much about the gratitude and the graciousness of the gift of living. Speaking about gifts, we all have such incredible gifts within us, and we are gifts. And today we're going to explore that in as much detail as we possibly can with someone who is truly a divine expert in helping you actualize, helping you find and dig deep within yourself to really uncover and discover your gift. I'm talking about Cheyenne Joy Aziz, hopefully I pronounced it right, who's an award-winning international best-selling author, a filmmaker, and an educator. Cheyenne mentors businesses and professionals, emerging platforms, life coaches, and all those seeking personal growth. Her programs include workshops, seminars, and webinars, intimate retreats, and a holistic life coaching certification course based on her award-winning book and the film, Discover the Gift. Her book, Discover the Gift, It's Why We're Here, has been published in 24 countries, 14 languages, and her film that's based on the book is also in five languages and 10 countries. Cheyenne is proud to announce that she's a contributing author in these upcoming books, Essential Wisdom, Timeless Roadmap of of Self-Discovery, Self-Actualization, and Soul Purpose, as well as the fun and smart, sexy, fit, and fab moms. She's also a leading expert in self-actualization and personal development and has had the pleasure of sharing the speaking stage with so many other influential new thought leaders and colleagues, such as Deepak Chopra, Marion Williamson, Barbara Max Huppert, Eckhart Tolle, just to name a few. She is here today to share her magnificent gifts and to help you open up to your own. Welcome, Cheyenne. How are you? Thank you so much. I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And this book that I've been reading and and pouring over with, with such gusto is just beautifully written. And there's a story because you didn't write it alone. You have, there, and, and I don't want to tell the story, so I'd like you to do that. So talk a little bit, Cheyenne, about the background for this bit, this book and really how it emerged because that's beautiful in and of itself. Mm, thank you so much. And hello to everyone listening and 
happy holidays as we enter this time. Um, you know, the book and the movie, um, which is actually now distributed worldwide by Gaia, um, it, they really came from the gifts of our adversities, from tragedy to triumph. And when I was young and I was 12, and my brother was 14, our mother died in a car accident. And she was on her way home from her health food store coming to pick us up, and she hit a patch of ice. And that Mm. ice threw her into a tree. And um, that then began a new life for myself uh, and my brother. And right before our mother died in that car accident, about 20-something days before then, our house that we grew up in with her burned to the ground. And we were on vacation in another place. And right before that burned to the ground, about a month before, the stepfather we grew up with for 12 years, a little less than that, left. And so everything I knew as solid and real at the age of 12 disappeared. And that really began a new journey for me on honoring my blessings in disguise and really figuring out ways to live a life that felt as good as it possibly could in each moment moving forward. And so Discover the Gift was born out of that tragedy. And my brother and I had disconnected, uh, seriously disconnected for quite a long time. And Discover the Gift came because of his ability to reach out and ask for forgiveness many years later and my ability to say I forgive. And we started a new journey of deciding to really share how our tragedy influenced us in our life and created our journeys. And the positive part of our journeys really existed when we were willing to look for the blessings in disguise, the gifts within our adversities. And what I really came to learn from that is what we focus on expands. And that's a big conversation in the world right now, and it's very true. So learning to be grateful for all the good in your life and to learn from those pieces that have caused pain or burdened you and to find love and forgiveness for those spaces within so that you can move forward and really live a life you love. You know, it's it's so important to to embrace that. And when and and you were talking about your brother. He's also the co-author of this this book, correct? Yes, well my brother is the director of the movie and uh right. I wrote the book and he directed the movie and together we ended up creating this project. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. And you know, it's so important cuz you listen to your story and like you said, the tragedies that in your life, your mother's death, the fire, your stepfather leaving one right after another, and many people would be so devastated by that and thinking, "Why me? Why?" And and yet, what you did, which I, which I commend and which I believe in wholeheartedly, is you were able to shift it. Oftentimes, we don't recognize the gifts that are that are that we have and that are precious in our lives. And also, like you said, the gifts that are in the adversity, oftentimes there's so much that we're learning from it or that, that's a, a springing board from from those challenges and adversities if we would just open up to that. So that's so very important for all of us, really. 
Thank you. I now, agree. It's really – go ahead. No, go ahead. And say it's a place where if we're really willing to look, you know, we all need to grieve when bad things happen. I don't ever want to take that away from anyone. I, for myself, know how important the grief process is. And during that time and when it's over – both, if you're willing to really look like what good could possibly be in this for me, my loved ones, or those around me, and begin to focus there, that healing, that quickening happens a little bit quicker. One of the things I brought up when you were sharing that I found out and I discovered young was how did I actually go from that tragedy to to the beginning of really healing? And that took quite a few years. And I want to share what I discovered because it's so important. What I found out was that when I became of service to others Mm. that were directly connected to the things I was passionate about, my healing started happening so much quicker. And I learned when I first went to college, um, I had to do community service, and I I started college at 17. And so I was like, oh, community service. And I I love kids. I love families because I didn't have one. That was something I always wanted. And so it had to sign up for a community center to take care of kids. So I said, great, I signed up. What I didn't know at the time was when I got there, it was actually a center for abused children, abused and neglected children. Mm. And when I walked in, They rushed me to this other room, introduced themselves, gave me this really quick training in the nurturing parent program. I was 17. And they put me in this room with about 26 kids, ages 2 to 8, who had all been extremely abused and neglected. And they were still going home to their families. In the other room were the parents getting educated about safety and how to be good parents. And my first day on the job, they gave me the job of these children to teach them the same from the perspective of a child. I was studying psychology, so that was really a match. What I learned that day was that when I walked out of that center after being with all those children, I felt Mm. lighter, more uplifted, more at ease, and in a space that I hadn't, hadn't experienced since before my mother died, and that's about five years, which was I felt amazing. I felt amazing because I was able to share myself with those in need. And I just couldn't wait to get back. And that became then my focus in the beginning of my journey into my career, a blessing in disguise. You know, it's it's so beautiful, and, and, and I want to sort of exemplify a little bit or, or focus a little bit on what you said, and that's in terms of when we give to other people, when when we shift a little bit of our focus from our needs and our challenges to other people and recognize that there that that we can help them in some way whatever way we can there is something very magical and energetic that happens not only with the other person and between us but like you said so so beautifully Cheyenne also within ourselves and so many people have gone through different challenges, whether it's been loss, whether it's having cancer, what you know, injury or, or fire, destruction, whatever it is. And sometimes coming through that, they, they end up working in the field with other people or helping to find a, uh, 
a cure for something or helping to raise money for other people. And again, it's it's from the challenges and the the adversities that they have to dig into themselves and find that and find that place. And like you said, when they do and they share it, not only is it so exquisite for for them and for the people that they're sharing it with, but there it does something you and I are talking about energy. It does something energetically that shifts into the world, which I think is so essential. I do as well. Chapter 5, Discover the Gift, the Gift of Energy. You have a lot of steps, actually eight steps in your book, the Discover the Gift. And... Can we talk a little bit about them? By by the way, I want all all the listeners, this is an amazing book. It's also an incredible movie, and not only does it touch you, but it helps you shift and focus on what's really important. So I'm encouraging that read and view for, for so many of you here. So the first step is receptivity. Can you tell us what that's about? Yes, receptivity is step one. And receptivity, it can mean many things depending upon where you're at. And for me, in Discover the Gift, what receptivity means is being open and receptive. First, to yourself, your genuine self. And two, to a new journey. Like for those who have tuned in with you today and with us, that's an example of receptivity. You heard something that connected to you, and you followed through on it. So receptivity is the act of being open and available and awake. You know, it's, it's, it's important because there, I believe that the universe is so responsive and that there are messages everywhere if we tend to open ourselves up to them and pay attention to it. And when we do, it just feels like such a blessing to to recognize that that there's there's a message in 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 a in a in a musical piece. There's a message in what your friend said to you. There's a message in a book. There's a message in a film. All of those, and and we can sort of extract those messages and decipher the meaning for ourselves. You have other um, steps in the book. Would you like to talk about which ones? I know they're all important, but, but for cause we, I don't think we're going to have time to go through all of them in the way that, the, that we need to. We have to have you on again and again. So what, <laughs> what's important today in terms of, of sharing the different steps for, for our listeners? Well, what I'd love to do first is just I'll gently go through the titles of the steps, and I think that will really help the listeners understand the flow of where this is going and the intentional curriculum that was created within it. So in the eight steps, go ahead. I said wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Perfect. In the eight steps, uh, step one is receptivity. And it's the eight steps to discovering and unfolding your gift. That's really what this is all about. And your gift is you. I'm giving it away up front. Right? The gift is actually who you really are inside, not who you think you're supposed to be or who you think the world is telling you you're supposed to be or want you to be. The idea of discovering the gift is unfolding 
and unpeeling almost like an onion. You unpeel the onion layer by layer to get to that super sweet spot inside. Mm. That's what the gift is about. It's about becoming who you really are. So you share that which is truly you, and then you become that still pond, right, the ripple effect. That's what you become when you get in touch with who you really are. And you start living your life from that space. And what happens is that all of a sudden you start noticing you're living a life you love. And that's what it's really about, so getting in touch with you. So step one is receptivity. Step two is intention, having really clear intentions about who you are, what you're up to, and understanding that what you focus on expands. And if you want to manifest something in the world, the idea is to be very clear with your intention about that which you want to activate. And so step three is activation. And so you're moving from step one, being open and receptive, and then the practices within that, into step two, having clear intentions and being on purpose. Step three is about activating that purpose that you got very clear about within the program. And then step four is really understanding infinite feedback. The more you give, the more you get. And we hear that a lot in this world of energy. And it's really about understanding that when you show up, who shows up. That's Dr. Barbara DeAngelis' quote. And she talks a lot about when your authentic self shows up, who else starts appearing? What do you actually see? What are you focusing on? And then it goes into vibration and understanding energy and all of the different ways that everything is energy. And so understanding your own vibration and that which you're putting out to the world is really important. And we go more about that, which is universal spiritual laws and chakras are connected to all of these steps as well, as well as practices of meditations and affirmations and mantras from the leaders within the book and the movie. Um, So then we go into step six, adversity and transformation. I think that's the biggest step I would love for us to discuss moving forward. Um, And that's the one that most people really are living in, which is working on how to feel better, how to feel at peace more often, how to have access to joy and some consistent happiness. And that's really about understanding our adversity and the perspective at which we're, we're viewing them from. And then step seven is once you understand your adversities and how to transform them, then we step into managing creating a conscious and compassionate world. And how do you do that? What is it that you're really lit up and inspired to do to share um, to be in the world, and it's supporting you and unfolding that. And then step eight is love, the ultimate gift, right, which is really honoring and loving and valuing yourself so you can share that pure vibration with those around you and within your sphere. You know, it's it, it's so important to embrace self-love, and many people have have a lot of trouble with that. And then we'll get back to the number Step number six, many people think that if if they focus on themselves or attend to themselves or put themselves first that that they're neglecting others and they're really their their ego is is really being out there too far but but there's something more important to that um that I think you have such an ability to share with with our listeners. About self-love. Thank you. 
it's really important. It's the one thing that I learned was the key that would allow me to keep living life after all of those adversities was not only the self-love for self, but the ability to have insight into what I needed. I think that's one of the real key things after creating Discover the Gift and going on the tours and sharing it. When I got back to my space and my writing, what showed up for me was I, I sometimes see things in big blocks and block words, but were the four eyes. It's insight, intention, integrity, and involvement. We could call them the four mm. things, too. <laughs> but it's about being involved with yourself, right? The more we're able to be insightful with what's really true for ourselves, the easier it is to have clarity with our intentions. And when we have integrity with all that we do, with our word to ourselves, our word and our communication with others, and integrity is our foundation, that's when we allow ourselves to be fully involved with everything. And so the four I's, the four in's, what feels best is insight, intention, integrity, and involvement. And if you can take those four things and braid them together into your daily mindfulness work, into your mindset and your open heart, begin to see that paying attention to yourself in your inner wisdom allows you to make clear choices for next steps. You know, I, I love the, the four eyes, and I and I agree. I think it's so important to to really know who you are and to recognize what you're, like you said, what you're putting out in the world, what we're sharing, not only with others but with ourselves. So many times some of my clients would say, oh, I almost died, or, or I could kill myself. The expressions that they're talking about, the, the verbiage is our messages to ourselves, and we, we hear them and our inner selves kind of respond and listen and don't differentiate whether it's truth or not. And so it's really, like you're talking about energy too, it's really important to recognize that, that words have power and energy and what and our thoughts do as well, and we kind of need to be more conscious, which is also so much a part of the book too, of of who we are and, like you just said, what we're putting out in the world, how we're shifting the world. Are we shifting it into a compassionate and loving consciousness or something else without even being aware? And that's so important. Why Why? Does adversity, now I know this, but, but somebody's asking this question, how and why does adversity tr- move into transformation or a transformational process, Cheyenne? Fabulous question. Thank you for that question. Adversity, for most of us, is our biggest teacher, if we're willing to be open. And Neil Donald Walsh and many of the great teachers in the world talk about pushing beyond your comfort zone. And what happens is when adversity shows up in our life, no matter what level it is for you, what happens is that you're given the opportunity to find your way through it or have it stop you where you are. When you find your way through it, That is transformation. That's you doing the work you needed to do 
to not stop your life right there as it is. And so the gift of adversity into transformation gives you the opportunity to see that life is like it's our school, it's our college. All of our experiences, the people, the places that we've been connected to are there for our growth. Ram Das says everything is a vehicle for your transformation. Use it, right? Everything is a vehicle for your transformation. And what happens is our adversities tend to be the things that burden us the most. And so if we're willing to do that work and shift those burdens into something positive, what you find on the other side is an amazing amount of increased self-esteem, positive personal power, more clarity around who you are, and how to start stepping into that life that actually helps you feel more peace and more joy and happiness. Joanne, would you like to you know, add to that? It's, it's so, yeah, it's so wonderful to be able to step into that and you don't do it you know you do it out of working through whatever adversity is showing I'm just going to give you a quick example years ago many years ago I was going to go into getting a degree in movement therapy I was doing dance and I had an injury and the injury shifted everything and I was trying to heal myself, be able to walk, be able to sit, be you know, be able to drive a car and whatever. And I did, and that's when I actually discovered a lot of alternative ways of healing because I had to figure out how to heal myself from an, an, a holistic vantage point. And at the same time, my career shifted. And initially, it was painful and and. I thought, what a tragedy, but it shifted into a direction and opened up, opened up these doors to what I, I could have never conceived of as possible until that adversity, that injury, that, that shift took place and I had to, to work with you know, the tools that you're describing to come out of it to a different place. And really never look back except to say thank you, <laughs> which somebody say, I mm. say thank you. Like, to yeah, you, you know, what you're you. talking about, to a fire and to loss of your mother and to an injury and to, you know, but you yes. do. And thank you. And thank you because I am here who I am speaking with all of you and sharing Discover the Gift because of my adversity. You see, that's where the transformation is. We have a choice. We have a choice. We really live most of our lives in our minds, so we have a choice in what to do with our minds. Many people are stuck in self-blame, in anger, in resentment, in regret, right? And those are the things that stop us from really discovering who we really are and our gifts. So shifting your perspective to actually see, okay, here's this adversity. What good is there in it? Now, here is an example that's a global example, first started in the United States, a horrible tragedy, our Amber Alert system. A family's child was stolen and Mm. taken and abducted, and we had nothing in the United States to do to track that child, to have people communicate with each other about it, and those parents had a choice. They could have left that kill their spirits for the rest of their life 
granting you is definitely part of it for sure, right? That's work for the rest of their their time on this planet. However, what they had a choice and what they decided to do in their adversity and in their pain was say, not on our watch. Let's try to save as many of these children as we can. And they put their time, their grief, their energy, their focus into the Amber Alert system, which is now saving abducted children all around the world. That's a large example of transformation. And they're really small, too. You know, we forget we forget to celebrate our successes. You know, if everyone who's listening for a moment, take a nice deep breath. Find yourself comfortable. A nice deep breath into your nose. And hold it for a moment. Just hold your breath. And exhale through your mouth if you can. Feeling that space. Now, ask yourself this question. Where are you not giving credit and credence for yourself and your accomplishments? Even those little ones you think aren't such a big deal, I want you to know they actually are a really important part of the whole. So take a moment and celebrate yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. Say, yay, I'm proud of you. Whatever it is you need to do. And it may sound silly at first, but this is actually how we increase our self-esteem, how we do the work of taking care of ourselves. We notice what's good about us. And we start focusing on what's right and wonderful and celebrating those things. Because what we focus on expands. And if we focus on self-blame, on our anger, on our resentment, on our regrets, on it's your fault, it's his fault, it's her fault, we're going to get a lot more of that. Yet if we focus on the blessing in disguise, the possibilities of growth on how to create something good for yourself and someone else out of it, then you're going to get a lot more of that. So give yourself credit for those things. And notice in your adversities, where if you just shift your perspective, even just a little bit, how can you see that something that you thought wasn't for you actually was for you? Like Joanne was talking about and speaking about, and she got hurt. She had to shift her career. At first, she's like, how could that happen? This isn't for me. And the truth is, it was really for her. It's to being willing to look for that gift. You know, you thank you for that. That's beautiful. Firstly, breathing is also a wonderful way of, of being able to focus inward a little bit and, and, and kind of move back from all the worldly stuff and just really kind of get a sense of, of who we are. You said something, well, you said so much wonderful stuff, but there was something that I, that I want us to go over because it doesn't mean, and you said this, it doesn't mean that we don't honor our feelings about loss or grief or, or even when we made a mistake and that we, that we allow ourselves to feel. It's not about shutting that down or cutting that off of ourselves. We, we are feeling beings, and, and it's important that we feel. But, but like you said, then, it, then we have a choice. Do we want to stay with that for the rest of our lives or for the rest of the day or the year or the week, whatever? Do we want to constantly 
repeat that message to ourselves, whatever it is, or do we do what what you're talking about through the shift and through the discovery and the transformation, which is be able to to change and to see the wonder and and the beauty and the wholeness, the depth of, of what we just went through and come out of it in a new, in a new way, kind of renewed sense, come out to the other side. So I think that's important because many people think that we're saying don't don't feel pain, don't feel sadness, don't grieve, and and it's not true. But don't let that be the predominant overshadowing emotion so that it 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 wipes out everything else. Yeah, and that's wonderful. I want to just reminded me of Michael Bernard Beckwith and one of the things that he shares in the book and we've chatted about he and I before as well, which is if this experience with adversity were to last a long time, what quality would have to emerge in my life for me to have peace of mind? I'm going to say that again. If your adversity were to last a long time, what quality would have to emerge in my life for me to have more peace of mind? And if you ask this question, the moment your attention goes to that quality rather than the getting rid of so-called. So what is that quality? I want us to, to notice where your focus went. So the quality of the questions we ask determines the quality of the lives we live. We can ask a very base up front flat question that will give us a basic answer. Or you can choose to go deeper, deeper in the question, deeper within yourself for the answer. Many people are going through some really dark times right now, and I know so many don't see a way out. And some of you are in situations that you feel, what are my next steps? How do I do this? What do I do? And the first thing I want to tell you is breathe. Breathe. It's so important. And then focus on gratitude. And the gratitude is such a key piece. Interesting that we're chatting about this now and tomorrow's Thanksgiving and here we're unfolding in this time, right? Gratitude. So have you ever noticed, like, you know, you're you're waiting in line, you're in traffic, you're you're in a rush, you want to go do things, your brain is like, come on, come on, come on, I got things to do. When you're in those moments, I want to plant a seed for everybody. When you're in those moments, take a breath. Look around and focus on gratitude. Who and what in your life do you love? What's happening for you right now? Again, what we focus on expands. And the more we can see the good that does exist, even within our adversities, the more we can begin to start to share that good with others. We are one humanity, and we are all connected. And it begins with you, and it really does. And Chris and Janet Atwood really brought that practice home to me very clearly many, many years ago. I read their book, The Passion Test, which is wonderful. And it constantly brings me back to gratitude. Whenever I find myself frustrated, I think about who I love, and immediately my energy changes, my thoughts change, and my words shift. 
which is so, so important and so beautiful. And when you were talking about when we're going through that adversity, what, you know, what, what are we thinking about? What's going to help us through that? And what came to, to my mind was being able to have perseverance and also humility for me anyway, a sense of humility because going through a life and death situation and emerging, embracing life, even though there are challenges that, that we or I or other and other people have to go to, the recognition that we're alive <laughs> as opposed yes. to not here. I mean, that was for me, that was a big like, oh, my God, I'm alive. I, I mean, I may be hurt, and, but I'm alive. I'm alive. You know, and that was that was a real shift to embrace that that gratitude for the gift of life, the gift of being able to be conscious and say I'm alive and, and, and to even feel and express a sense of gratitude. That in itself is such a wondrous, incredible gift. It is a beautiful gift, and thank you for bringing that to the present moment, because that is all we really have, right, is that we're alive now, and it's breath that gives us life, right? And thank you. And being grateful for life to persevere through an obstacle, through an adversity, and find humility on the other end, priceless, priceless. That's a gift. You got me chills, honestly. I think that is really beautiful. Well, you know, and and it's true. And I think when we go through that, I mean, I I thought I was humble. (laughs) And then going through that experience and even a a more recent one just allowed me to feel that humility and and that graciousness and that gratitude of like, wow, I have another opportunity, another chance, another way to to shift and to serve because I believe like you that we're – we're so connected and and that we are here to to grow and to learn and to serve one another and to serve not just humanity but also the world and all of the all life forms within it absolutely and all life forms within it and what is it for you and i think that's some of the conversation of the gift of adversity is what if this was for you I would love if it's okay to run um, your listeners through a a brief meditation. I would love it, yes. Yes. Wonderful. (laughs) Perfect. So if everyone could just allow themselves to get comfortable. And just to give some basic understanding, if you're able to breathe through your nose on the inhale, that would be the proper way, and exhale through the mouth. And if not, you breathe in the way that works best for you, always. Breath is left. And so, as you allow yourself to get comfortable, feeling your body, allowing your muscles and your mind to relax, allowing all the sounds around you to bring you deeper into yourself and your comfort, Knowing at this moment you are safe, you are secure. And this is called the four by four breath practice. And the very beginning practice is about inhaling through the nose for a count of four. And we hold our breath for a count of four. 
exhale for four, and then hold that beautiful empty space for four. When you're alone, ideally you would do this four times. And for today, we're going to go through it once, and then I'm going to continue into a guided meditation. So as you're comfortable and relaxed, again, connecting to your body and your breath. Nice inhale through the nose for a count of four. Four. Now hold it. Four and exhale out of your mouth. Now hold that empty space. And on your next inhale, breathe in all the goodness that you are. And hold that goodness. Allow that light to swirl through your whole body. Exhaling or worry or fear. And as you allow yourself to breathe naturally, think back to a major adversity in your life. As awful as it was, as you look back now, Notice if you can see or find anything good that came out of it. What do you see that's good? Maybe it's a new friend, a new career path, clarity, a new beginning, a goodbye. Notice the event and its outcome. Allow yourself to be held in goodness. This adversity is for you. I want to be clear that finding the good in the bad situation does not negate the fact that something awful and bad has happened in your life. So again, take a nice deep breath. Calm the mind. And ask yourself the question, what good came out of my adversity? Exhale any negative thoughts or emotions and clear your mind again and open your heart. Inhaling goodness. Exhaling fear, doubt, and worry. Ask yourself again, what possible gift exists there? Notice what you see. Notice what you feel. Notice that this is for you. Focus your mind on the goodness that this gift has given you, this blessing in disguise. Notice what next steps you can take because of this blessing. Ask yourself, what are my next steps to feel healed, 
accept this experience and to own the blessing. Listen deeply for the answer and do not edit. If you see the answer or answers to come to you, hold on to them and plant them in you so you remember them when you're alone. And you can write them down and bring them back to your consciousness. Again, I want you to inhale the gift and the blessing in the sky. Exhale the fear, the hurt, the burden, and enjoy the space that you're creating. The more space you create in your being, the more space you have to fill it with that that you really desire. Allow yourself in this moment to let go. Let go of the burden, the hurt, the anger, the upset, and allow them to float away. Leaving yourself a beautiful empty space. Tell yourself something wonderful about yourself. Fill that space with the goodness that you are. And bring that energy out into the world. Breathing in all that goodness. Exhaling all that goodness. Allow yourself to be a fountain as you step out into this holiday season. Share your love. Share your light. Share your gift. Together we are a conscious, compassionate world, honoring our adversity and being the blessing in disguise. Mm. If you continue to breathe naturally, thank yourself for going on this journey and bringing your awareness back to the space, feeling your toes and your fingers, noticing my voice and it's getting louder, you're back here with us to open your eyes and be present in the room and in the space because you are the gift and your adversity are what made you the delicious you you are. <laughs> Thank you. That's so beautiful. And, you know, it, it, it can bring... A, such a sense of ease and calm and a feeling of self-loving that's so gentle. I felt the gentleness of that. That That's just gentle and yet very powerful in its own right. Thank you so much. That's a beautiful blessing for all of us right around this holiday season. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Cheyenne, I wish we had forever, which we do on some level, but not for the show today. So tell people... <laughs> how they can get a hold of you, find out about your precious gifts and what you offer, the book, the film, and all that wonderful stuff. Well, thank you so much. You can uh, get a hold of me at discoverthegift.com is where that website is. And honestly, the easiest website to go to right now is called A Living Curriculum. That's A 
livingcurriculum.com, and you'll be able to find all the links to discover the gift to the book and the movie, the website, as well as the Life Coaching Certification Program. Um, That's something that's been really a wonderful gift that was unexpected out of this journey to discover the gift. And I'm training two master coaches right now, and we're about to unfold in many different places around the globe. And that's really an exciting journey. And please, yeah, that's feel free wonderful to and exciting. Me. Isn't that? Go ahead. Yeah, and you know uh, what you just said is so important, and that is sometimes these these new gifts or these new discoveries come out of it in in such unexpected ways and yet as you embrace them which you are with this this certification program again it's touching more people and spreading this beautiful loving energy throughout the world so you are a gift Cheyenne thank you so much yeah. for all you do and for being on the power your life show today many blessings for you Thank you. Many blessings to you and all your listeners. And one last thought as we leave. I want everyone to remember that we are evolution in action and we are all a work in progress, shifting and changing with every choice we make. You have the choice to be loved in every moment. Thank you. Thank you so much. Blessings. Bye-bye. Think about what Cheyenne said, so very, very special, and recognize that you have the ability to shift your consciousness. And when you do that and recognize the connection that you have to to all of life, that you can also help make a profound difference in in creating, as Cheyenne was talking about, a more loving, a more beautiful, a more vibrant, a more connective and connecting world and universe so think about that and for everybody have a happy holiday if you've missed any of this show and any of cheyenne's brilliance you can go to blog talk radio or my website doc i'll give you the short one doc d-o-c w-h-i-t-e dot org find out more about articles and upcoming shows and and about some amazing people and find out about more that you can do. The show is called Power Your Life because I believe that each of us, and Cheyenne's been talking about that, we have so many gifts and, and so much power within ourselves, not to overpower somebody else. It's, again, to recognize the beautiful energy and the extent that that energy can have in shifting ourselves and in shifting our world. So take one step today into recognizing and and honoring who you are and into acknowledging and celebrating you and your power. Next week we're shifting gears and we have Lisa Bien who's going to talk about, I guess we're following this theme, loving yourself. Remember, as Cheyenne said, pat yourself on the back, tell yourself, good job, I do that because I used to tell myself other things and now I'm doing that to help me move forward. Remember to acknowledge and to honor the specialness, the specialness, excuse me, that is you. Thanks for joining us and blessings wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. 
thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.